real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast. Be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of my first two books, Frugalpreneur and Authorpreneur, by going to thesarahstjohn.com forward slash free. That's T-H-E-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N dot com forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah St. John, and today we have Brent from potit.net. Welcome to the show, Brent. Hey, thanks for having me, Sarah. Really appreciate it. And can you tell the listeners a little bit about Potit, like what it is, when and how it got started? Yeah, so the short version is I was a podcaster for about three years and then kind of pod faded, partially because my show was about being a dad. I had a show called Digital Dads, and it was all about raising kids in a digital world. That's a whole other episode. But the long and short of it is we ended up quitting because I have three kids and we had full-time jobs and we were trying to do a podcast. And you know, as well as anybody who has a podcast knows, that starts to take a lot of time. And we love doing the show. We did it for a better part of three years, I think. Part of that challenge was we we loved getting guests on the show. And so we would I would go out and do I would look on Amazon. I would look for, try to find all these great places because I took it very seriously, the quality of guests we got and the content and what we were delivering to our listeners. But that took a lot of time. And then connecting with them and then coordinating the interview and all of that just took a lot of time. And it wasn't the only factor, but it was certainly a factor as to why we, uh, what they call pod fading, which means you put it on pause and then you just never picked it back up. So yeah, so then a little while after that, I would say a few months after that, my friend and I, who was my co-host, who was doing the show with me, we thought, you know, that's really like, there's really no good tools. You're bouncing around all these different tools and email threads and trying the guest process, which is a real nightmare. And we'd seen a couple of things start to emerge. And we said, you know, we're in the tech field and we know that podcasting space, we know very well, both sides of the mic, guest side, podcast side, we should probably try to solve this for everybody if we can. Took us a long time back and forth figuring out what this should be. And, you know, three years later, here we are with a real live product, which is kind of surreal, to be honest with you. But the the basic idea is to connect podcasters and guests together. And hopefully as we continue to go to save podcasters and everybody a lot of time and make it a lot better to match up with people. So when did you launch then? Was it just recently? Yeah. Yeah. So we launched in September of uh, 2019. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because I just heard about it. So yeah, well, it's tricky, Sarah, because when you first, you know, we'd never done this kind of thing before we've done technology for a long time. But it's tricky. What we found out is, you know, when you're trying to create a network, it's not valuable until there's people there but people don't want to go there. And so it's like this circle of chicken and egg where how do people go there when there's nobody there? And so it was really tricky in the beginning. And we're just now starting to gain some momentum as there's starting to be a lot of people showing up. And I think that's probably why you started to see it. We're getting a lot more word of mouth now than, than before. Yeah. How are you getting the word out? Is it just all word of mouth or? Yeah. So largely, so I'll give you some insight. There was four of us, that, well, two of us, then four of us that started it, basically co-founders. And it's all out of pocket. It's just all of us doing this outside of our job. And we've now expanded the team to seven, but we, we 
basically putting the money back into like development and the, all the tools and the servers and stuff like that. So we don't, most of our marketing isn't going to happen in terms of like your traditional type marketing until after we rip the beta label off and go to a full V1. And we've got some really cool features coming up for that. But yeah, well, we've got a Facebook group, which is growing like crazy. We have our own live stream, which we do, which is Guest Connect Live. We're batting around the idea of doing our own podcast. So a lot of the content creation as marketing, you know, and yeah, and at the end of the day, it does end up being word of mouth, but we're trying really hard. I think people get a lot of value though, because if you've got your podcast on there, or if you're a guest on there, you have your own profile and you could have your profile pot.net. Like if you want to get me as a guest, you go to pot.net slash Brent Basham, not, not a plug. It's just an example. And so I would share that out. Well, I'm also sharing the network out and the more people that come, the more people go, well, wow. Okay. This is pretty cool. And it's it again, you can sign up for free. We don't podcasters don't pay at all for that side anyway. And the guest, there is a premium tier. But if you're a guest and you want to be on a podcast, all you have to do is go sign up for free. Why would you not want to go be in a directory for free? And that's what we're finding. Of course they do, right? Of course they do, because it's another place you can put yourself out there. And what's really cool is we're seeing people get matches really quickly. I had an interesting story from our Facebook group the other day, and the guy was I usually go in there and I'll mention features that we might be coming out with and stuff like that, which is really fun for me because I get feedback and I think they like it because they get a little sneak peek of what we might be doing. And the guy came back and he was pretty hardcore about our messaging system. And he was a long thread, more or less back and forth about the problem. And I'm trying to receive it and understand so we can get it resolved. And then at the end of it, he said, yeah, because I've done this for a week and I've got six guests and I've got two more that I'm about to book and you know I need the messaging to work. I'm like, okay, this isn't a complaint. This is a testimonial. That's what this is right here. You got six guests in a week. Wow. I I was just shocked because we don't always get to see everything that's happening. But we've since September, and again, remember September was zero people. So it's been a curve, right? And since then, we've had over 400 interviews get booked through our network that we can that we can actually attribute to the we've got numbers to back it up so i'm really proud of that wow yeah that's awesome yeah because i just joined last week and i've already had a couple of people contact me about being a guest so <laughs> i'm still waiting to be contacted to be a guest i think yeah. i think that might be a little bit harder it is and you know think about it supply and demand uh there's some things we could do and things we are going to do but on that side if you want to be a guest i would say um, definitely getting out there, being proactive, looking for them because the podcasters, it's their platform. You know, you've got people coming to you. So you're not always going to, you might find somebody you like, but you're not, it's better when somebody good comes to you. Yeah. I, I've started to look through profiles and whatnot. I think I'm going to start messaging a few people like the the one we were talking about before we got started, the indie pod yep. con. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's I'm gonna, a great guy. <laughs> yeah. He's on my list of contacts. So, and a few yeah, others. There's a, yeah, uh, Samantha Riley's a good one. If you ping me separately, I can give you some that I know are really great people okay. and would be great for your show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about the different features that you offer? Yeah. So, I mean, effectively, it's we want it to be the best place to go for your next interview. We want it to be the best way to connect, right? And right now, that consists of think of two different directories a podcast directory where you can find podcasts and apply to be on their show, or a guest directory where you can find a guest and invite them to be on your show. Or, you know, vice versa. So that's really what it is. And then there's uh, category driven and you can browse through that. And that's effectively what it is. And right now, the way it works is once you you can send out an invite and then they can accept it or decline it, depending. Now, the nice thing is when they send out the invite because they're in the system, you can click 
their little headshot or the podcast are and go to their profile. When you go to their profile, you can then easily see all of their social media. Everything's right there because I used to get these people coming to me and it was just a nightmare of like following their website, figuring out how to, it was just so, it was just so hard and it took so much time just to figure it out. And so we thought as well, if there's a consistent way and everybody's kind of in the same format, but they can have individuality with some stuff, then it can be their own. But when you're trying to manage it, so much simpler for you because you can vet somebody really quickly. We're actually leaning into that and we can talk about it here in a minute. And in, in what we're doing in our interview inbox, we're going to really take that to another level. But that's really the key component is everybody has their own profile and you can embed uh, audio, like past episodes. And we're actually making that really, really simple here with a search and just search and click uh, in the very near future. It's what we're working on right now. So imagine you have your podcast on there. You search for an episode. You have a list of your episodes. You click it, add it to your page. Yeah, sure. You could point somebody to your website and then they could go find your show and then they can listen. But it's not the three episodes you want to present, right? Because when I did my show, we didn't even always have a, a interview driven show. So when I sent them to my website, a big guest to my website, it was like, well, there's three. Sh- I don't even know what this is about. Is this for me? We didn't have a press page. It just it, we just lacked a lot. And we certainly didn't have the professional. You know, we're not we're not pitching it which that's what this will be for both sides. So we really feel like as we continue to go and flush out some of these other things, it's just going to be so powerful for people. Yeah. I love how you can have a profile on both sides. It, mm-hmm. it, like if you're a podcaster and you want to be a guest and then also just all the features within the profile, like your cover art, your photo testimonials, past interviews, social media, links to wherever, your website or wherever you want them to go to, videos, YouTube videos, whatever. It's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I use it for our Guest Connect Live. And if we launch this podcast we're talking about, I'm going to use it for that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's the single best way already, even though there's a couple of things out there. But the ones that are out there right now, as far as I know, don't have the two-way as well as we do. They mostly are just flat directories. And then Mm -hmm. you fill out a Google form in some cases and you fill out another Google form, another Google form. It's like, wait a minute, why do I have to keep filling out all the same information? And you're not represented professionally. It's all basically text, et cetera. So yeah, we'll continue to keep pushing the envelope, but I'm going to use it for our other show too, because it works. Right. And I also love how you can create a list of questions. So Mm -hmm. like if a person wants to be a guest on the show and they say you know, they click on the button or whatever, it'll have a list of questions that they need to answer first before it gets sent to you. Kind of, I guess, like pre-qualifiers, basically, or getting to know them better. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's customizable for you because you might have a different list there than I might have. Uh, I might Certain things might be really, really important for me that aren't so much for you. And so we thought, well, if we did like effectively a Google form, then you could list out the questions you want and they would have to answer them. And then when you get that pitch, you can pop up and see the answers before you ever accept it. And they had to walk through that gate for you. So yeah, we're we're continuing to improve it. You came in a really good time because this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think you're going to love it on the podcast side here real soon. Yeah. Are you able to go into any like future features? Yeah. So the biggest thing we're working on right now, there's some cool things in terms of helping people elevate, you know, get get found more, get discovered more in terms of like if they're the most active or if they're trending, that kind of stuff. So we're going to start to tweak some of the algorithms with that and surface people. So if you're actually out there being active and you're getting results, we want to showcase you a little bit so that people recognize, hey, this person's doing a really great job. And if they're really active, you know, if you reach out to them, they're probably going to be inclined to say yes, because they've been active lately. 
recently, right? So those are a couple of things. But the big, big one we're working on is what we call our interview inbox. And what that does, it takes all of the, from the guest side, all of from the podcast side, and it puts everything into one single inbox. And what you can do is you'll get your request in and you're going to be able to, at that point, there's not two-way communication on that request, but you can mark it as interested. You can mark it as apply or you can mark it as interested, accepted, let's see, scheduled, recorded. So we're going to integrate scheduling with a link at first because we have to iterate, but at least you can put your scheduling link behind the acceptance wall. So if you, if in our exchange, if you'd requested me or I'd requested for you, I could mark it or you could mark it as interested and then we could chat and then you could still say no, in which case I'm not, we're not like friends on social media, really. It's just kind of a transactional thing until we decide, yes, we want to go forward. And then you move it to accepted, in which case if you've got scheduling, I can go ahead and schedule on your link. You don't have to keep doing that part of it. Okay. Right. Right. And then so as we go, we want to look at some recording integrations, potentially with like a squad cast. We had talked to them at one point and some stuff like that. So and then we'll prompt once you do that. The idea is that I'm really giving you quite a bit here. But <laughs> what, we do, what we do is we're going to talk about how like let's say we finished up this interview and then you would be able to select after you move through these states, these phases, you would say, OK, this is recorded. This is now published. And when you said it's published. We're going to say, okay, which episode was it? And you're going to pick it and it's going to ping me and say, hey, would you like to add your brand new awesome episode interview to your page, right? So you would have the opportunity, every guest you're interviewing through us, you're going to get me prompted to put it on my page, which obviously can only help with downloads for you, right? Which every podcaster would love to have more listeners. So we feel like, and we're going to prompt for testimonials, stuff like that. So by working our way through that whole process, there's a lot of touch points that we can build integration on later. We can have a lot of communication, a lot of prompting for different behaviors that everybody wants to. And, and at the end of the day, everybody gets a better experience and saves time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was actually wondering about that as far as scheduling, if y'all were going to implement either directly through Podit or through an integration with a third party, like uh, scheduling as well as recording like Squadcast or whatever. So I think yeah. that's going to be awesome to add that extra. That way you don't have to like do an extra step outside of. That's the whole thing, right? Yeah. And and eventually, eventually we'd love to have, there's some other things there where we can really fully integrate. And it's going to be phased, of course, because we want to iterate and want to make sure we get some of the things right first. But definitely scheduling is on the roadmap. Definitely integration with the recording tool is on the roadmap as well. Yeah, and I also like how when you uh, someone sends you a request to be a guest and you look at their profile and everything and you accept it and then it sends you to like the conversation or you can start conversing with them directly mm-hmm. through the inbox. Yeah, so that's pretty yeah, well, awesome. Well, so so what we'll end up doing is we'll probably end up moving that out of the because what happens right now is it connects us and but what we're going to end up doing is having all that conversation happen on the actual invite which that request which becomes so that it's all that way and you have the option to connect and do other things but the main thing is it's because at the end of the day i mean i made some certainly made some friends from all of these sort of things but it is a little bit transactional and it's much easier to manage i found this through like linkedin and some of these other ones when it's all mixed together through the inboxes and we're kind of guilty right now it's not on the different objects that i'm, I'm actually trying to manage the objects i'm not it's not I've got other conversations. Mm -hmm. And so when you mix it all together, it becomes harder to manage because really I'm trying to manage that interview from point A to point B. And once it's done, we can have other conversation, but really during that span of time, I want to be able to manage that. So if it, 
all of those are in a bucket that are scheduled and I can literally see all the conversations in all my scheduled interviews. That's beautiful for me to be able to manage, Mm -hmm. you know, it just makes it so much easier. Can I go, wait a minute, let me go to this interview. Boom. Here's all my scheduled. Okay. What did they say? All right, cool. And then later on, I'll just give you a, a sneak peek. We're planning to have like a full on page where it's like all of your back and forth recording notes, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, one place for everybody to go around that interview. So the guest is going to get an amazing experience too, as we continue to go. Yeah. And I've also noticed that like, even if you're not logged in, you just go right to your website, podit.net, that people can see your profile and whatnot. So people could still like reach you without even having to have a profile. So that's yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah, that's by design. I mean, we think we kind of come from the abundance mentality. You know, I think a lot of people try to really lock it out and we're like, well, no, how can we best serve everybody? Because if we do that effectively, some people will use the site that way, sure. But there's so many, we know that if we build all these conveniences in there, that at, sooner or later, you're going to want to use those conveniences, right? I mean, and everybody starts to be there because once you go through that and you're in there, you might tweak your profile. But once you go through that, then it's, everything's unlocked for you. So it's super easy to just invite or get invited. It's like that one-time little effort. It's not a big deal. But at the same time, for right now, sure, go ahead, set it up, point people to it. If they find you that way, great. They have all your social media links. If they want to try to do that and connect with you on Twitter, follow you, and then you hit the follow them back. If they want to go through all of that, sure. Or go to your website and you have, absolutely, that's fine. Because we still help people connect and that's our goal. Yeah, and I love that you also have a free plan available because I don't know of any other directory or connection service that has that. And can you tell us a little bit about the different tiers, the different plans and the features? Like, what do you get in a paid plan versus the free plan and whatnot? Absolutely. Yeah. So we wanted to really, we really wanted to make sure we had a good, solid free plan for guests for one primary reason. When we did Digital Dads, we had guests on our show that were university professors or things like that, right? Or doctor, pediatrician that we had on. And they may not necessarily get like a return on investment or want to go pay to be on podcast as a podcast guest. However, they might want to have their voice out in the world and get heard. Right now, you might have medical doctors or nurses who might want to be out here getting heard about the situation, but they don't necessarily want to pay for a program to do that. Well, it all that still adds tremendous value to the network because as the network continue to grow, continues to grow and you can find all the best guests there, then there will be some percentage of them that see value in the uptick, right? And that's going to enable us to deliver on the other features for everybody. And the big thing with the paid plan, so right now, I would disregard what's there right now. So the paid plan we're going to is only, it's either going to be basic, which is free, or it's going to be Rockstar. That's going to be it. We're changing the pricing a little bit. Um, it's going to be a little bit cheaper, and then it's going to be an aggressive discount on the six month and a year, especially during COVID, we're like an aggressive, aggressive discount on those. And the big differences is two big differences. One, you're going to make a better first impression. So as a guest, you're going to get to put a big banner on your um, profile. You're going to get to embed the audio past episodes we talk about or video, right? So that if somebody lands on your page, you're, it's the idea is you make a better first impression and increase the likelihood that they say yes or that they invite you. That's the idea. Doesn't mean you can't get invited. Otherwise, all the, everything's available to you. And if they like you and you're a professor or whatever it is you do, then they're probably going to invite you anyway, right? And obviously, you have links to your website and everything else. So it's not required, but we feel like it's going to help you a lot if they can easily click a video or if they can listen to a past episode because they want to know what you sound like and all that. So that's the first one. And the second one is helping you get booked on more interviews, which means 
different places around the site, you're going to show up higher in search. We're going to be adding an email that goes out that suggests people to you. There's going to be suggested on the site, right? And that's going to be category driven and algorithm driven. But part of that algorithm will be, okay, here's this set of people that fit this match for you for today. Now move the ones that paid up to the top. Right. So it's search first to like the match is the most important thing. But within that, you're going to get priority treatment. So at the end of the day, you're going to get probably more bookings. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to go out there and do it for free and just hustle and reach out and, you know, you had a good presence elsewhere, you could. We have a lot of people for free getting bookings. So Mm -hmm. it works for you. Yeah. And so we're of the opinion that if you get in there and you use it, and you do it for a while, you're going to see enough value. And if you're the type of person that you see that value, you're going to upgrade. Have y'all thought about going to like podcast movement or PodFest or any of those events like as a a vendor? Yeah. So we did uh, at She Podcast. We were a vendor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was local. So it was a bit easier to coordinate. Because, you know, we are, again, we're at most of our Revenue is going right back into the platform right now. We did have a big goal. And we still, it depends. You, we talked about this a little bit before we started, but podcast movement, we don't know what's happening with that uh, this time, but that was our goal was to go there as a vendor and kind of be the launch of our, of our take the beta off and be the actual launch of the product a, as a vendor. But everything kind of just went sideways. I don't know. What I can tell you is that we're still on track with our roadmap of features and launching the product as taking the beta label off, whether or not that means we go to podcast movement. I have no idea, Sarah. I just don't know what's going to happen, but we'd love to, because we love getting out there. It was so fun at she podcast. We had such warm reception. People, podcasters are so great. It was just so fantastic. And then a lot of them were like, this is great because I love to get on as a guest too. And I didn't know how to do it. And it's just great getting to have FaceTime with people. So hopefully that'll change. Yeah, because I think being at an event like that would definitely get you out in front of way more people and spread the word fast. Because to me, it's just a matter of people finding you or hearing about you. Because as soon as they go to your website, I mean, they're going to be hooked. I mean, I was. (laughs) And as soon as I was on there for like, a few minutes i was like okay i gotta interview this guy <laughs> yeah yeah right oh there, and the cool thing is you know it's like I, I when i used to do it with our show i was going out on amazon and when you do that you don't know if they even want to be interviewed right like it's it's a guessing game so you don't know if they're saying no or just ignoring you and then you have to follow up it's just but here it's like okay these all these people raise their hand that they're here looking to be interviewed right now so that's a good step forward we have as far as podcasters reaching out to guests, I want to say we have a 67, something like that, 67%, 61 or 67% success, right, out of reaching out. And I will tell you right now, I did not get that when I was emailing people. It's just, you know. Yeah, it definitely helps to have a profile with all of your information, links, videos, whatever, (laughs) versus an email, like you said. Yeah. You want to look professional, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things we're going to work on, and this is future, future state, but one of the things one of my colleagues is really, really wants to do, we want to make this a tool that podcasters can use for everything, everything they were doing around guests. And that means inbound guest requests, put a link on your site, point them to your pod, right? And then if they, we actually have an affiliate program too. So there's a really cool end game for all this. So that pushes everybody there. You can discover people in the platform. The only thing that leaves out, if you want to reach out to somebody that's outside, right? That's not part of it already. So what we're looking at doing in the future is like a custom invitation that you create that goes out to somebody and allows them to coordinate the interview with you without necessarily ever having to join pod it. They could, 
to open up some different things with respect to that interview, but it's not required. And you look super professional because you're able to send that out rather than just some cold email. It's like, here's this cool page with maybe a custom video. Like there's some cool stuff we can do there and help you look better. Hopefully help you have a higher success rate, even outside of Pot It, mm-hmm. right? And some people are like, why would you do that? Well, because if we can make the experience amazing for the podcaster, guests will come to us because that's where the platform is. That's where the interviews are. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it works for everybody. Have you heard of Pod Chaser? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because they're like getting really popular now, and it, it would be kind of cool if like somehow y'all could like team up or something, like have a you know like on Pod Chaser have like a button or something that says Pod It Profile. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm, thinking mm-hmm. of stuff on the fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're. I know they've got some funding. I listened to a couple interviews by them, and uh, I've never be- met Bradley. I think the CEO Bradley, but he seems like a, a great guy. So who knows? You never know where the what the future holds. Right now, we're pretty excited about where we're going um, by ourselves and the possible integrations. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we're open. Mm-hmm. How many hours a week do you end up working <laughs> on Pod It? I stopped counting. <laughs> it's it's most evenings and definitely part of the weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. if you count social media, there's not a lot of complete separation because I try to ping people back as much as I can, you know, especially while we're growing. And I love seeing people make those connections and say, I got this interview because of the pl-. that's so cool. You know, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot of effort. And, you know, I always sometimes I have to push back or pull back rather, and just sort of take some time for the family and the kids. It's a little easier now. I mean, I was working from home anyway, but like nobody's commuting and my wife's at home. So some of the responsibilities of just life are, are sort of easier in some ways right now. In some ways it's a lot harder, but but every, we have more time as mm-hmm. far as that goes. The kids don't have to go to bed as, as early. They don't have to get up as, you know, stuff like that. So, but it's definitely the family's behind me because it's hard. Mm-hmm. And again, there's seven of us. So we're splitting it up across all seven of us and for as far as development marketing all these different things we do but it's not a small thing to launch yeah i would have no doubt i would imagine not so then so i guess you have a regular like day job is it in the technology okay yeah yeah okay not not developer though i do have a degree in software development Mm -hmm. but i've largely got pushed towards sales just because i'm pretty friendly usually and like to talk to people stuff like that so every place I've ever gone, I always kind of got nudged that direction, which is fine. I, I like that. I can understand the tech and teach them about that stuff, you know, but pot, it's my passion. I mm-hmm. mean, to be perfectly frank, because we see, like I say, I can't overstate it. We see you and I connected because of the platform mm-hmm. and, and this happens. So, and it's like, it's a little bit surreal that, you know, you put something in the world that, especially right now that can actually enable these conversations and we believe people should have their voice out there. We believe people should be having these conversations, you know, they change you and they help you grow. And it's just so important. And to be able to facilitate that in some way, it's just, it's meaningful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not that my occupation, it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Touching people directly, that is just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm definitely excited for the future rollouts that you have coming and features and just to see where Podic goes. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> Me too. Me um, too. Yeah, and I, you've answered all my questions, but if there's anything else you wanted to add or that we haven't gotten over. No, I just wanted to tell you that I'm so appreciative for you to, uh, reaching out to me and, you know, giving us the feedback on the site and whatever. I mean, I just, I love doing this kind of stuff and I'm thankful you opened up your platform to me. Oh, well, I appreciate it. And thank you for opening up Potit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll have show notes available 
thesarahstjohn.com forward slash podit. That's P-O-D-D-I-T. And you can go to podit directly at podit.net. If you enjoyed and found value from this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you rate, review, subscribe, and share at ratethispodcast.com forward slash frugalpreneur. Until next time. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.